Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Where you are. Mm. Gotta be where you are. Good morning. Hey, sunshine, good morning. Mm. Gotta be where you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up your name on high. Mm. Mm. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Magnolia. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Where you are. Mm. Gotta be where you are. Wanna be where you are. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hi, Lisa Jones. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Hey, Insta. Hey, Facebook. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We bless you, we praise you, we magnify you. We glorify you, we lift up the name of Jesus. We say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For your glory. Yeah, just see. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you just bless him out your own mouth this morning? Just take a second and bless his name. Just praise him. Just extend your gratitude towards him. Just glorify the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Holy Spirit, we invite you in. We thank you, Father, for your word today. We thank you for your peace today. We thank you, Father God, for your mercy today. We thank you for your love today. We Thank you for your heart towards us. 
We thank you, Father God, for giving us the mind of Christ. We thank you, Father God, for grace and peace being multiplied unto us. We thank you, Father God, just for the way you think of us, the way you consider us, Lord God. We thank you that you are mindful of us. We thank you, Lord God, that you favor us. We thank you, Lord God, that you chosen us. We thank you, Lord God, that you adopted us. We thank you, Lord God, that you redeemed us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for how much you um, adore us, Lord God. We thank you for all the adoration. We praise you. We lift you up. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you for making us joint heirs to the throne. And we thank you for Jesus. 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 We thank you for Jesus, Lord God. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you. 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 We love you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. And we lift your name on high, Lord God. We thank you. We are not wise in our own eyes. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. Thank you, Kingston, Georgia, for being here. I thank you for all your people. I thank you for your servants. I thank you for grace. I thank you for brand new mercy. Mm. Lord God, holy, 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 holy is he. Lord God, we receive the Holy Spirit today. We invite your kingdom in. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Thy will be done in Lakeisha's life. Thy will be done on this devotional. Thy will be done in this ministry. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Lord God. We thank you for daily loading us with benefits. Father God, please forgive us of our sins. Please forgive those that we've sinned against. Please forgive us for sinning against you. Please, Father God, forgive us for um, anything we don't even know that we've done. Search our hearts, Lord. Search our hearts. Search our hearts, Lord God. We thank you for keeping us from evil. We thank you for your arms of protection. We thank you for the angels encamped around us in our neighborhood, in our city, state, and world. We thank you for angels as we travel, Lord God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Father God, for your glory. Show us your glory. Let your glory manifest in every area of our lives. Let your glory show up on our jobs today. Let your glory show up in our businesses today. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for grace, the grace to be able to be moms and dads and husbands and employers and employees. And Lord God, I just want to lift up every supervisor that's on this devotional, every owner, everybody that's in a supervisory position, Lord God. And I thank you today that you're opening the eyes of their understanding to the hope and who you call them to be as supervisors, that they don't take their supervisory position for granted, that they will honor you, Lord God, in all that they do. Lead us by example, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for being the ultimate example, Lord God. I thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that can only come from above. Lord God, we lift our families up to you today. We thank you, Father God, for strengthening our families, unifying our families in Christ. 
We thank you, Father God, for grace and mercy being extended in our family. We thank you for the prosperity, the overall health of our family. We thank you. We are united fronts, Lord God. We will not be divided. We thank you, Lord God, that you become the center of our conversations, the center of our lives. Thank you for strong families that build strong communities, Lord God. We thank you for the grace that's on our family, the ministry, the mission of our family. And we thank you for Jesus. Now, Holy Spirit, go do what only you can do. We will not quench you. We will not grieve, grieve, grieve you, Lord God. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see. My God, I thank you for pricking and pruning our hearts, Lord God, so that our lives begin to line up with you, line up according to your word. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 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 We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Let us keep our hearts and our minds on you. Let us be focused, Lord God. Let us honor you, Lord God. Let us honor you. Let us honor you. Let us honor you. Let us honor you. Let us honor you, Lord God. Let us honor you. Let us honor you in all that we do. Let us honor you. Let us honor you. Let us honor you. My God, I thank you, Lord God, that we honor you. That we honor you in all that we do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for honor. Thank you for honor. Thank you for teaching us to honor you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. 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 I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. Praise is contagious. Lord God, thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 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 Praise is a weapon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise anchors you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise centers you. Thank 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 you. Praise gets the focus off you and puts the the focus on God. God, we thank you. We bless you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up your name. We say thank you. Thank you for Jesus. 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 Thank you. 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 Thank you for brand new mercies. Thank you. Thank you for providing. Thank you for protecting. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for giving us purpose. Thank you for our jobs. Thank you for our careers. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for income. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord God, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We magnify you, Lord God. We lift up your name and we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, King of Glories. Thank you, King of Glories. 
Thank you, the Lord, strong and mighty. Thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I owe you my life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. I glorify you. I bless you. I praise you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. Thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I lift you up. I glorify you, Lord God. I thank you for your holiness. I thank you for your holiness. I thank you for your holiness. Give us a revelation in your word and who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. I bind every satanic attack, every ploy, every plot, every plan of the enemy back to the pits of hell. The enemy cannot advance against you. Don't even spend time worrying over him today. Just center yourself in gratefulness. Center yourself in gratitude. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you. My God, I thank you for training us. I thank you for training us. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you for revelation. My God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I I can praise God like I'm trying to let this go, but I just need to let him know how much I love him, how grateful I am for him. It is so easy to take life for granted. It is so easy to take things for granted. And he just sometimes needs to know how much you love him. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Mm. You've been so good to Lakeisha. You've been so, 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 so good to me. And I thank you. Well, let's get in the word today. Lord God, let the the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. And I thank you. And I'm grateful. And I bless you. And I praise you. And I magnify you. I thank you. I thank you. My God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I promise I'm going to teach. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Lord, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I bless you, I praise you, I magnify you, I glorify you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, I thank you, my God, I thank you, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Glory, 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 glory to your name. Thank you, Lord. 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 My God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you. We glorify you. I felt that release. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for the release of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Glory, 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 glory. 
Your name is glorious. 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 My God, I thank you. My thank you. I thank you. Your name is glorious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lord God, I lift you up. My God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Ooh, in Jesus' name, amen. My God, I thank you. Mm, 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 mm. It's been so good. He's been good. So, so he's due way more praise than I give him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. This is your girl, Lakeisha M. Johnson, a.k.a. LMJ, and I'm so grateful to be here. We were listening first to For Your Glory by Tasha Cobbs. And then, my God, we just got ushered into the presence of the Lord. It's not based on what you feel. It's just based on just you allowing God to move and to be there and to experience him. We don't allow ourselves enough to encounter God. And we need to encounter the more of him because in that you're going to experience his holiness, in that you're going to experience his grace, in that you're going to experience his mercy, and that you're going to experience his love. And sometimes you just need to sit in his presence and bask in his glory and bask in his love and bask in his greatness and understand who he is as God and understand who Jesus is as your savior and understand how powerful and important the Holy Spirit is to you. Sometimes you just need to wait there. You don't need to think on anything else. You just need to celebrate who he is and magnify who he is and glorify who he is and just rest in his presence and let the King of glory who is strong and mighty fill your cup up. He'll restore you. My God, he'll redeem you. He'll heal you. You don't even have to say a whole lot. You can just bless his name. Bless his name. See, praise and praise and worship is for God. The word is for us. So every time we pause to praise and worship, we're giving that to God. That's the part of the service that's for God. That's the moment that's for God when we are anchored in praise and worship. That part is about him. Um, the prayers and the word, that's for us. We're the ones that need to be built up. God doesn't need more word. We need more word. And so the praise and worship is for him and the word is for us. <laughs> the word is for us. Like the word is for us. The praise and worship is for him. And so I just honor you, Lord. I just honor you. I 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 honor you today, Lord God. I honor you. And we want to take that honor and carry that glory absolutely everywhere we go. This morning before the devotional, as I was praying, I just kept, kept hearing the word justice. And I want to read to you what the um, 1828 Noah's Dictionary says about justice. I like the Noah Webster Dictionary because before the 1828 version, because that was before they begin to take the scriptures out, right? The scriptures were in the earlier dictionary. And so I just want to read to you what it says about justice. And then I want to give the scripture that God gave me on justice. And then we're going to get on the word into the word. Justice is a noun and it's a virtue which, which consists 
and giving to everyone what is his due. Justice is giving to everyone what is his due. And I heard God say justice is coming this morning. It's um it's so your justice, right? So if you've been giving honesty and integrity and you've been distributing and you've been walking in in what God has asked you to do, then he's going to distribute justice to you. He's going to cause things to happen in your favor. He's going to reward you for diligently seeking him. He's going to give you a justice. He's going to give you fair dealing. He's going to give you fair trade, right? He's going to do that. It's going to be an equal distribution of rights. It's going to be equity. Um, in some terms it's retribution for you, right? You're going to, God is going to, you're going to get retribution for all the injustice of the enemy. Whether you know it or not, God will be vindictive for you. He will make the enemy turn around and bless you. If you don't trust me, go read Psalms 23. He will make your enemy your footstool. And so you don't have to spend a whole lot of time on the enemy. You don't have to spend a long, long time, long time wondering whether, whether or not, oh my gosh, is this going to continue? Are they going to continue to get away with this? You don't. He's going to apply equity to you. There's going to be some equity to you. There's going to be what you need given to you, right? Because of justice, right? God is going to give you. Now, for those of us who have, may have not um, been, you know, when you ain't been right, we may not have been right. I want to read this scripture to you. And this is Matthew 24. And we're going to start at the 43rd verse. It says, you have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike, right? If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Every corrupt, corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that, but you are to be perfect, even as your father is perfect in heaven. And so he reigns on the just and the unjust and the unjust. And so sometimes we'll see someone getting justice and we don't think they deserve justice, but that ain't none of your business. That ain't none of your business. He will reign on the just and unjust. God will do what he sees to do fit for somebody. And then sometimes you need to be not even concerned about somebody else's business because what may be happening for them may have nothing to do with God. It may not have anything to do with God. It may be because of work. It may be a setup from the enemy, but just know that your justice, your just do is coming God because of who God is and how faithful God is and how perfect the father in heaven is, is. And so justice is coming. Just justice comes. And if you know where you've been and you know what you've been doing, ask God for mercy. Lord say, I don't, I need your mercy. I, I haven't been in this thing, right? I haven't done what you've asked me to do. I need your mercy. I need your mercy, especially if I've been planting to the flesh. Ask him for your mercy. But God reigns on the just and the unjust. We don't determine who God reigns on. We don't determine and that's why God has said to us, you don't determine who you show love to and who you don't love. You're supposed to show love to absolutely everybody because I do 
whether you're good or bad. So we're still in Ephesians. We've been studying Ephesians and I can't wait to show you something God showed me over the next few days. I cannot give it to you right now. Like I can't give it all to you right now, but God has been growing us up. He's been growing us up in grace. He's been growing us up in Christ. He's been maturing us so that the glory of God can manifest in our life. And so we're going to talk about this light. And I, I titled today's devotion, Christ at work, right? Or Christ at your job or Christ in your business. But I want to read this next part of the scripture because it talks about slaves and some people have a problem with it. But if they were not, if they were not centered, right? If they were not centered, can I say something to you? If you know you've served, saved, sowed negative seeds, go repent for those seeds and pluck those seeds up. If you know you've been overly critical, even at your job, because I want to show something to you about how favor comes to you at work and what God was saying here about how we are to honor our employers and how we as supervisors and employees should honor other people. And so um, if you know you've plucked negative seeds, even at your job, right? If you know you've plucked negative seeds, if you've not been faithful in what God has said to you about work, then I want you to go pluck those seeds up. I want you to, I want you to repent for what you, what you did, right? And I want you to pluck those. That's what I mean by plucking those seeds up. When I repent, I pluck those seeds up. I render those seeds no void, useless, and brought to no, the, no effect. And so I want you to pluck those seeds up. So let's read Ephesians 6, 5, and 8. And it says, Bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free. And the key word here is as to Christ. We have to change our perspective as workers, right? And we have to remember that when we are at work, we are working as unto the Lord. You have to be mindful that if you're going to represent Christ and some of you are like, well, I ain't called to ministry. I ain't called to do this. Here's the entire thing. If you claim to be a Christian and you claim to represent Christ, then it should be seen absolutely everywhere we go. And I have some scriptures that I pulled off my mirror that I want to share with you because I think they're important in our relationship with others. I think they're important with our relationship with Christ. I think they're important in what God is saying to us in this season. If we're going to be glory carriers, absolutely everywhere we go. Right. And so when we are at work, <laughs> when we are work, we are supposed to be working as to Christ. You're supposed to be working as to Christ or unto the Lord. And in the scripture, he says, not with eye service. And what he means by eye service, we're not only, we're not doing good work only when the boss is present. We're not doing good work only when the evaluators are in the building. We're not doing good work only when someone has their eye on us. We're not doing good work because the next part of that, he said, as mean, 
as men pleasers. We're not doing good work as men pleasers. We're not doing it. We're not working at work to um, please our bosses. That's not what we're doing, but we're doing what we're doing with a goodwill, with a good attitude, not complaining and doing service as unto the Lord, not to man. Everywhere you go, you represent Christ. Everywhere you go, like everywhere you go, you represent Christ. And so you can't just take Christ to church and you just can't take Christ like at your house or with certain friends. You represent Christ absolutely everywhere you go, like everywhere you go, you represent Christ. And, and so with that being said, because we are Christians, because we are discipling, even when we think we're not discipling. And we put so much, we're like, oh, well, I wasn't called into ministry or I wasn't called into this. No, you are a Christian. And so you take God everywhere you go. You take the glory of God everywhere you go. You are the representation everywhere you go. So you have to begin to ask yourself, when I go to work, am I representing Christ? Like, am I representing Christ? And I'm not talking about what you speak out your mouth. Oh, Jesus. I'm not talking about that. Am I, is God getting the glory out of me when I'm at work? Am I there pleasing man? Right? Because if I'm there pleasing man, my integrity will be compromised. If I'm there pleasing man, it will be easy for me to be caught up in office gossip. If I'm there pleasing man and I'm not concerned about God's service, it will not, I will not look like Christ. I will not look like his love. I will not look like his compassion. I will not carry a good attitude. I will complain. And so you, you gotta, am I carrying God with me to work? Like, is he going with me in my workplace? And I'm going to be honest with you. Some of your dissatisfaction could perhaps come because you don't understand your purpose and you might be out of place, but that's a whole nother topic, right? That's a whole nother topic. But even so, if you if you are anywhere, whether you like the job or not, whether you like your boss or not, whether you like the kids or not, whether you like the people that you work with or not, or not, your whole point is, am I doing this as unto Christ or as unto the Lord? Our work is really done unto the Lord. Can I say that one more time? Our work is really done unto the Lord. And if we ever grasp the concept that our work is done to the Lord, we will not complain about our jobs. We will not complain about things. Even if our pay isn't comparable to what we feel like our pay should be, we will not complain about our pay. We will petition and we will begin to seek us Lord. Grace makes us the servants of God while we are the servants of man, right? And it enables us to do the business of heaven while we are in business here on earth. My God, it sanctifies us and it sets us apart. But if we don't understand that we are to carry the glory of God 
absolutely everywhere we go, then once we get to work, we stop at the door and we don't carry the glory in with us. And what we don't understand is that when we carry the glory, like we get to the front door and we drop the glory, we cross over the threshold and we become like everybody else. And when we cross over the threshold, you shouldn't be like everybody else. You should set the tone. You should change the atmosphere. You should change the environment. But if you don't understand that the reason I'm there is to carry God's glory in my workplace, then you will work either unto yourself, you will work unto man, or you will be an assignment from Satan. You, you will be an assignment from Satan. Like you'll be an assignment. You'll be there to bust that up, to tear that up, to mess that up. And then you will be a false representation of what Christ is like you will be a false. And so people are watching more of what you do than what you say. You can put the big cross on your chest. You can play all the gospel music in your office. You can roll, you can roll up to the job with 15 scriptures. You can have scriptures, but if you're not in good attitude, if you're complaining, if you're not working as unto the Lord, right? Some of you have lost jobs before because you weren't working unto the Lord. Like you weren't working unto the Lord. You were there for selfish gain. You thought it was about your paycheck. Well, when we understand that we are doing the will of God and we are working unto the Lord, the goal of being successful is not our own measurement of success. The goal of being successful is being successful according to how the kingdom says success. And many times we don't even, we pray to God for a job. We like, oh Lord, give me this job. And then we get the job. And then once we get the job, we forgot about why we got the job. We forgot that God blessed us with the job. We don't even really acknowledge God at the job, right? We're not acting in kingdom as a job. We're not acting in our authority. If everybody else gets to complaining, we start complaining. When we were sent there to do the will of God and be light in a place that could perhaps be dark, right? It, and, and so we have to recognize whether or not, my God, have I really been carrying the glory at work? Am I being a representation? Am I talking about my supervisors instead of praying for my supervisors? Am I honoring God? Am I operating in a spirit of excellence? Am I asking God for the wisdom, the knowledge that I need for that day for work, right? When I carry the glory and when I understand that everywhere I go, I'm to represent Christ and everywhere I go, I'm to represent God, then this is going to look a little bit different, right? Am I working hard, right? Am I giving a full's day work for a full day's pay? And if I'm not giving a full day's work for a full day's pay, then it's called stealing, right? And so we have to be mindful to ask ourselves, have I been doing what I've been doing unto you? Or am I doing what I do unto man? Or am I doing what I do unto self? Am I so here focused on a paycheck? Now, if you don't understand your purpose, I'm not saying it's not wrong for you to take a job for income. I'm not saying that. Sometimes we have to take something until we understand who we are in Christ Jesus. But even if you just take a job for income, 
then your truth and reality has to be that I should be and look and represent Christ. There should be an ethics and standards for me that is higher than anybody else. I don't care about the culture of the job. I don't care what everybody here does. it. I don't care. Here's the thing you need to remember. We as Christians are leading others closer to Christ or we're leading others away from Christ, period, period, period. I'm either leading you closer to Christ in my actions, thoughts, deeds, words, and what I do, and, or I'm leading you away from Christ. We have to begin to ask ourselves, are my actions leading you closer to Christ or are my actions leading you away from Christ? When we, everything I do, that has to be the motive. Can God get the glory? Am I taking you to a place that's going to draw you closer to God? Or am I taking to you to, 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 to a place in which God cannot get the glory? Am I leading you at, by example, <laughs> right? Am I leading you by example? And many of us don't stop to watch and think, oh my God, I'm not leading you by example. There are divine connections that occur for us, even in our workplace. And if we forget that we are to carry the glory with us at work, then we'll get to work and we'll act just like everybody else. We'll steal time. We'll steal supplies. We won't honor God and honoring God is not just plain scriptures and word. It's as if I'm working, am I working unto the Lord? And I'll be honest with you for some reason, when we are at work, it is so easy for us to become wasteful. It is so easy for us, for our hearts to grow away from God, then towards God. Sometimes we get the job and we forget about who got us the job or our purpose at the job and, and it becomes hard on us. And so we need to, to recognize, am I carrying the glory at work? Like, what does this look like? Am I serving my employers? Am I serving un, as unto God? Go get your job description. Go get your job description today. I'm just being real practical. Go get your job description. Go read your, through your job description and ask the Lord, am I honoring you as I fulfill my job description? And I know some of you have hard employers who are taskmasters, who don't treat you right, who don't honor God, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about your position and your role so that God can get the glory out of you wherever you go. Like, like can God get the glory out of you? I don't care if you work at McDonald's. I don't care if you work at Taco Bell. Are you set apart? Do you look like God on the job? Because your actions, you don't have to say a word. Esther changed her whole life without ever identifying who she was. She changed a whole scenario, a whole situation. And so we have to begin to think, oh my God, what am I like at work so that I can break the cycle? Can I, can I share a few personal things with you? I remember one time we were at a restaurant and I tipped that we tipped this man and I wrote, you know, God loves you. And we tipped him really well. And I remember he came over and he shared something with me and he said, sometimes, um, we hate to serve Christians because they don't tip well 
and because of their attitude and how they treat us in service. And I was floored, right? And I was thinking about this this morning, like carrying the glory everywhere. Someone shouldn't hate to see us as a Christian. Like someone shouldn't hate to see us and we represent Christ absolutely everywhere we go. Somebody shouldn't hate to see us. Like somebody shouldn't hate to see us. And he said that, he said, I hate to see when church people coming, right? And so some, somebody shouldn't hate to see us. And it transitions the same thing at work. Someone shouldn't hate to see us coming at work. We should be carrying a good attitude. We should be carrying the love of God in our heart and we should be sensitive that we are working unto the Lord. Now for my supervisors, ours as a supervisor, how are you treating the workers? How are you treating the employees? Are you operating in grace? Are you operating in mercy? Are you honoring your employees? If an employee is not um, up to performance, are you being graceful towards them? Are you training them properly? Are you honoring God in your role as a supervisor? Because if God has gotten you to the position in which you're a supervisory position, you can't be threatening your employees. You can't be harshly treating them. You can't be judging them harshly. If an employee is not doing well and you are a supervisor, I'm just going to be honest. If I was upper management, I would put the responsibility on you because it is your job to lead those that are under you into success. It is your job. And so if an employee is failing or an employee isn't doing well, and you are the supervisor, then you have to pause and get the wisdom and ask God, how do I lead this employee to success? That's why Christ and the wisdom of God and the Holy Spirit has to be taken with you into your workplace. Because as Christian supervisors, we should look different. We should act different. We should be full of grace. We should be full of mercy. We should not be talking about our, um, employees, even if you are a teacher, how you supervise your students is important to God and understanding that in this, if the light of God is in you, then favor will come to you. And as if, if you are working unto the Lord, God sees that and you know, what's going to happen, then he's going to reward you. You're going to receive. And that's what the scripture says. If you're doing, if you're doing the will of God, he said he will receive. This is what it says. Knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is slave or free, whatever good you are doing. Don't worry about if you're not getting rewarded. Don't worry about whether or not if the promotion comes, it's coming next. Don't worry about whether or not someone sees you. God sees you. And if you are working unto the Lord, guess what God is going to do? He's going to reward that. He's going to promote you. He's going to position you. He's going to favor you because you've taken the glory of God with you to work. You've taken the glory of God with you and understanding without a doubt that I'm in this position at work to glorify God, 
no matter what. Like, no matter what, I'm here to glorify God. I don't care what the title is. I don't care what the position is. I'm here. If I've made a decision that I'm going to walk with Christ, then I'm here to glorify God. And so I've got to become cognizant whether or not every thought, deed, and action that I'm doing is to the glory of God, not to pleasing man, not to the glory of myself. And if I begin to think towards heavenly thoughts, then I will begin to, then I will begin to center myself on what God is doing for me. And so for those of you that have been in supervisory roles, if your, your, if your people are failing, it's on you. It's on you to figure out how to cultivate the best of that employee. I'm just being honest. I can do a whole training on supervision. Like I can do a whole training on supervision. It is your job to lead your employees into success. That is your position in management. That is your position in management. And even if you're not a supervisor, the, the whole thing is you are, you are to work unto the Lord. God, have you gotten, how many of us have asked at the end of your work day, God, have you gotten the glory out of my work day? How many of us have prayed and said, Lord, let me carry your glory with me to work. Or do we just get up and go do work? Like, do we just get up and go do work? How many of are honoring him in everything connected to this job that you've been blessed with, whether you like it or not? Whether you like, whether you like it or not, am I honoring you? Am I asking you, right? Because if you will begin to position yourself in God getting the glory out of you at work, then what will happen is favor will come, promotion will come, transitions will happen because I'm going to center myself on God and he's going to work out all the mess. I don't even have to worry about to be the mess. I don't have to worry if they attack my character. I don't have to spend no time on that. So I need to give you a few scriptures. I want you to meditate on these scriptures and ask, how can I apply these scriptures in my workplace? How can I take these with me as I go to work so that God is getting honored on my job? And most of us, for some reason, stop at the door and don't take the glory into the job. We don't. We don't. We get to work and we forget like God didn't exist at the capacity that he should. And then we pick him up outside of job. Without you even mentioning Christ, someone should be able to delineate that you are different, that you are different. Someone should be able to begin to see that you're different. Let me share this with you um, I, about how people watch you. I had somebody and 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 I, I'm she'll know the story while I'm saying it. She saw me in three different phases in my life. She saw me as her professor. She saw me in a season after I had lost my husband and I wasn't really worried about whether or not God was getting the glory out of my life. I'm going to be real, real. I wasn't, I wasn't focused on carrying glory. I was being very selfish. I was running from God. I really didn't want to walk in the call of my life. Um, I was still going to church. I was still playing gospel music. I was still reading, reading my Bible. I was still acting saved. But when she encountered me in this second season in my life, she couldn't see the glory of God on me. When she came and encountered me again, the glory of God was upon my life. I have been more impactful to her through thoughts, deeds, and actions 
with the glory of God on my life, right? Remembering that she and everybody else is watching me, right? And that's a lot of responsibility as a Christian, but people are more likely to follow us towards Christ and our actions, our thoughts, and our deeds, right? Right? They are. So they're more likely to transform in our workplaces when our workplaces replicate and we carry the glory of God with us at work and we get to work and we forget about God and we don't glorify God in the thought and action. We're not praying to him. We're not including him. Um, we're not acting it out. And so in my transition, she saw me in those three stages, but I know now in this third stage that my responsibility to kingdom is leading her, right? Is leading her into a direction and a place in which she can now emulate or mimic or go be like Christ in everything that she does. So whether you, I'm giving you this because whether you know it or not, people are watching me. I didn't even remember that she saw that, saw me in that season. People are watching how you treat people. People are watching whether or not you are on time or like she said, so especially for those that are not saved. Let me give you these scriptures. Philippians four and five. These are my scriptures that are on my mirror um, that I use, that I read. It says, let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near. That's Philippians four and five. When we are not gentle, then it is evident that the Lord is not near. And it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. When we are at work, people should be experiencing humility, compassion, kindness, gentleness, and patience. That's Colossians 3.12. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. That's Colossians 4, 5, and 6. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too, right? You must have the same attitude Christ had. That's Philippians 2, three through six, right? Proverbs 29 and 11, fools vent their anger, but the wise hold it back. <laughs> set Psalms 141 and three, set a guard Lord over my mouth. Keep watch over the doors of my lip. Psalms 37 and 17, the Lord upholds the righteous. I was young and now I'm old. Yet I've never seen the righteous forsaking or God's children begging for bread. When we act in righteousness at work, when we respond right, right? And I know some of you are like, well, when is when it's oppressive, when they're wrong? Use, ask God for the wisdom, document, document the situation, follow the protocol of grievance at work. I'm not saying you can't file grievances. I'm not saying you can't deal with injustice. But get the wisdom of the Holy Spirit of how to do what's next. Document everything. 
But what you need to make sure that you do is that you're not giving the devil a foothold, that you're not giving the devil a position and that at, at no time, if a situation comes up where they're trying to accuse you of something at no time, have you given them any ammunition to fire against you because I'm operating as unto the Lord, not unto man. This keeps you from compromising your integrity. This lets you understand that no man gave me this job. God gave it to me. No person can remove me from this. God is the only person that can remove me from this. When I accept my affection towards the Lord and Christ take Christ to work with me, it'll transform how I see my job. I'll begin to get more clarity and purpose. I'll be understand, be able to understand the mission of why I'm there and I'm going to grow up a little bit and I'm not going to throw tantrums at work. And I'm going to understand that I could not have this job. I could not have this job. And so ask the Lord, Lord, how can you get the glory out of work at me at work every day? Lord, let me let your glory be. It's not enough to say I'm a Christian and I don't act like a Christian. It's not enough. It's, it's just not enough. How can I take your glory with me? How do I act towards my employees? How do I need to act towards my employers? How can I honor you and absolutely everything? How can I do this as unto you, as unto the Lord, performing in the light of heaven and taking the light of heaven wherever I go? If I get this mentality that it's unto the Lord and not service unto man, it'll change my environment. It'll change my workplace. Favor will come in. Acceleration will come in. Promotion will come in. And I will begin to excel and do well and begin to understand. Some of y'all have been believing God for the next, but you ain't been faithful with the few. <laughs> like you ain't been faithful with the few. Like you've been trying to get to the next. Matthew 24 and 45 says, who is who then is faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of his household to give the other their food? Well, I ain't being faithful with what he gave me here. How can God accelerate, promote and increase me when I haven't even taken what he's given me here and even been faithful to it? I'm not even stewarding over it at all. People don't know. And I'm not talking about I, I'm just being real. I'm not talking about going to carrying your cross on your chest. I'm talking about carrying your cross in your heart. So that when someone encounters you in the workplace, they encounter Christ Jesus. Am I leading? You got to ask yourself this daily. Are my actions leading older others to Christ or are they leading others away from Christ? Are, is someone going to want to love God? Is someone who's not saved going to want to get saved because of my actions? Am I strengthening someone's relationship with God in my actions, in my thoughts, in my deeds? My mouth used to be real flipped. Now I consider what I say and I'm still working in some areas because what I say may make someone not want to see God at all. <laughs> what I do may not want make somebody want to draw close, right? And so am I carrying God? Do you want to be closer to God because of me or do you not? That, that, that's a simple guidance. Am I, am I leading you in this conversation? Am I leading you in my actions indeed? Am I leading you? Remember, wide is the path, narrow. Yeah, do I have a heart full of love? Am I being compassionate? 
Take those scriptures I gave you today, take them to work with you, chew on them, and ask God to give you revelation of where you've not been carrying the glory with you to work. You're there set on design for divine appointment and assignment, and God needs you to show up and show out so that he can show up and show out and get the glory everywhere you go. Well, that's it. Um, Let me pray for us. Let me pray. I know that's weighty, but it's necessary. I know that that's heavy, but it's necessary. This is necessary so that we can fight against darkness. This is necessary so that we can walk into the fullness of who we are. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for the counselor. I thank you for correction. I thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I thank you, Father God, that you are driving out darkness and we are walking in your marvelous light, even in our workplaces, Lord God. I thank you. We are practicing stewardship with our time, with our money, with our resources. As employers, Lord God, we honor you. As employees, we honor you. Forgive us for where we have not honored you in our workplaces, Lord God. Let us be be on time. Let us be a good steward. Let us be in attendance. Let us be present. Let us be present. (laughs) Lord God, we thank you, Father, for Jesus, for resetting us. We thank you, Father God. We are anchored in your word and be truth. Now, let us be present. If you do not have permission from your employer to be on social media, if it's not okay for you to be on social media, if you know you're to be managing a classroom and all this other stuff, if you don't have breaks and periods where you can take Honor God by being present at work. When you are present at work, it will change what God does for you. I'm just being honest. It will change what God does for you. You need to be present at work. Being present is a part of being God, the glory. And I know you'll be like, well, I finished up my work assignments. Good. Meditate at your desk. Pull out your sword. Ask God How can I be more creative? Ask God, how can I give you more glory? Go clean something up. Don't be wasteful in your time. If you will begin to steward over everything God does for you, I promise you it will change things in your life and you will feel fresher and you will feel lighter and you begin to enjoy what you're doing because you're doing it unto the Lord. And God can begin to speak to you about how he can get the glory out of what you're doing. Pray before you go to work. Pray when you get to work. Ask him to show you his glory at work. Don't just cut him off when you get to work. Um, I love you. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> Will you share this devotional too? Don't forget we got ladies with Bible study tonight. Invite someone in. Three, Will you consider becoming a partner with this ministry so that we can get the gospel throughout the world? That's the goal of this ministry. We want this, the gospel in every city, every state, every nation, every world. We want to feed the sick. We want to lay hands on the sick. We want to give to the poor. We want to go to the prisons, but we can't do that without your partnership. Won't you consider being a monthly partner with us? I'll see you guys later tonight. I'll see you back in the morning. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the love of God be in you and all around you. Let his glory be carried with you all day today. We want you to carry the glory wherever you go. I love you so much, but more than anything, and anything, God loves you. And if you have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to introduce you to my Jesus. He is so loving, so compassionate, so amazing. 
I would not be the person that I am today if it wasn't for Jesus. I fell in love with God and it changed my life and it changed my direction and it gave me hope and it, and it gave me, um, courage and it made me bold and it made me sober and it gave me purpose because I fell in love with Jesus. It was only Jesus that I am the way that I am today. And guess what? It wasn't, um, like people taught me. It wasn't grievous. My relationship with Jesus hasn't been grievous at all. It's been so amazing. And there've been some hard places and I had to grow up and I had to be pruned. And, but I'm telling you, I would not change my relationship with Jesus. I would not change my relationship with Jesus. I would not trade it for anything in the world because now I'm full of hope and I'm full of purpose and I'm full of light. And I know how much God loved me. And I learned that love through Jesus. And I want to show that, show you that too. I'll see you back here in the morning at five. Invite someone in, share this devotional, put it in your workplace groups, send it to some people at work that you know that have been having. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.